Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. Organizations are engaging in do-it-yourself implementations at an increasing rate. It can be a great idea, but there's also a dark side. So what are the pros and cons of do-it-yourself implementations? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And we're finding in recent months here in 2023 and into 2024 that organizations are embarking on do-it-yourself digital transformations at an increasing rate. We see more clients that have decided to forego having a system integrator, forego a ton of vendor support to do more of the work themselves. This can certainly present certain advantages and upside possibilities to organizations, but there's also a downside risk as well. So what I want to do today is talk about what are the pros and cons of do-it-yourself implementations and how can we embark on a do-it-yourself strategy that makes sense for us. Now, for more best practices and lessons about digital transformations and digital strategies that might help you through your transformation project, I encourage you to read my new book called The Final Countdown. It's a book that I recently published that covers digital strategies as well as some lessons and tips and tricks for how to make your digital transformation more successful. And if you're thinking about a do-it-yourself strategy, this book can give you some advice to help do that. You can buy that book or learn more about it by scanning the QR code in front of you or going to the links below. First, let's start by talking about what some of the advantages of the do-it-yourself approach are. As I mentioned before, the do-it-yourself approach generally involves using a lot less of your technical vendor and your system integrator and a lot more of your internal resources. Now, some of the advantages of this include, first and foremost, that it creates a certain amount of ownership and buy-in and accountability for the project because you're driving the project, you're not overly dependent on an outside software vendor to handle the project for you. And this can be a positive thing because a lot of organizations get stuck and get steamrolled by their third-party vendors and they create this sort of learned helplessness along the way where they don't know how to manage the project, they don't learn how to manage the project, and they don't learn the technology and the process improvements the way they need to. So organizations that go the other extreme and focus on owning the projects themselves tend to mitigate that risk more than other organizations. The other thing that the do-it-yourself approach enables within an organization is to really level the playing field between you and your third-party vendors. I'm not suggesting that it's a competition necessarily, but what I am suggesting is that, back to my point about learned helplessness, a lot of times software vendors come in and take over the project for you, and they do this without providing much transparency and accountability for their own services. So organizations that depend more on internal resources and less on outside system integrators and software vendors find that they have mitigated some of that risk and they're able to have more control over the project and be more self-sufficient without having that learned helplessness that a lot of organizations fall into. And then a third benefit of the do-it-yourself approach is sometimes when you implement with this do-it-yourself approach, you're doing so in a way that can lower cost. It can be done quicker in some cases, although a lot of times, as we'll talk about in a moment, it can actually create more risk and take longer to implement. But for some organizations, they find that they can do it in less time. And they also find that oftentimes they realize higher levels of success than organizations that are overly dependent on their third-party vendors. So these are the few of the advantages of the do-it-yourself approach. 
And what I want to do next is talk about what some of the disadvantages are. Now, some of the disadvantages of the do-it-yourself approach include, first of all, that you need outside support to some degree. There's a certain amount of outside capability and expertise that your organization probably doesn't have that you're going to need from the outside. So if you go too far to the extreme of not depending on third parties, you might miss out and you might be dependent on your own internal limitations and your own internal biases and your lack of experience as an organization. So that's the first disadvantage. The second disadvantage is the fact that even though some organizations that take the do-it-yourself approach can do so with a lower cost and in, in some cases with less time and risk, most organizations, I'd say, actually find that it's going to take them longer and potentially cost them more if they take the do-it-yourself approach too far. Reason being, a lot of times they just don't have the capabilities internally to manage the project and they have this false sense of confidence that they can manage it themselves only to find that it is going to take longer than they thought, it's going to cost more than they thought, and it's going to be a higher level of risk than they thought, primarily because they don't have those internal capabilities in-house. Now, you can certainly mitigate this risk, of course, by hiring people and building your team to ensure that you have a team that has the internal knowledge and capabilities to make the project successful. But even then, oftentimes that doesn't get you where you need to be without some sort of outside support. And then third, another disadvantage is that you just simply may not have the competencies to be successful with a do-it-yourself approach. Some organizations have a decent amount of internal capabilities and they're able to find that right blend and that right balance of internal focus and internal resources versus external third-party resources, but a lot of organizations don't even have a minimum level of competency, in which case the do-it-yourself approach is going to be highly risky for those organizations that just don't have the competencies and the maturity to be able to handle that organizationally. So these three disadvantages or three things are really important to think about as you consider a do-it-yourself approach and the risk mitigation strategies that you might deploy, and that's what I'm going to talk about next. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. So in order to create a do-it-yourself strategy that works best for you, it's important to think of this as sort of a, a continuum or a spectrum. It's not a matter of are you going to do it yourself or are you going to leverage outside third parties. Usually it's some sort of hybrid where you're looking at a scale, a sliding scale of how far to one side or the other are you going to go. And where you should be really depends on you as an organization. And that's why the first step is really to make sure you understand your competencies, you understand organizationally what are you capable of, what skills do you have? What experience do you have? What battle scars do you have as an organization? What outside resources might you need to hire? Or what competencies might you need to fill in the gaps on to ensure that you're mitigating the risk of your current situation? But the first step is to make sure you understand and do a full assessment of your current state to understand what sort of do-it-yourself approach is going to make the most sense. The next thing you typically need to do is look at how you're going to upskill your IT department. And the reason I'm focused here on the IT department 
is not only because IT is an important part of the project, but because a lot of times it's the technical capabilities that are missing, especially if you're a organization that's switching from one platform or one set of applications to an entirely new set of applications, chances are pretty high you don't have the capabilities you need longer term to make that transition. So now we need to figure out how are we gonna upskill our team? Are we gonna train them on the new technologies? Are we gonna bring in outside resources and hire them on our staff to make them part of the team so we have that outside capability, but we bring them in house? Those are just a couple of options of ways that you can mitigate that risk. And then the third thing in defining a do-it-yourself approach is to make sure that you define the right organizational structure. What is the organization gonna look like longer term, not only during the transition, but also post implementation as well. So here's where we think about if we're gonna manage this ourselves and do most of the work ourselves, and yes, maybe we're gonna deploy some limited support from outside vendors, software vendors and system integrators, how are we gonna manage that? Are we gonna build a PMO office? Are we gonna hire a program manager, a project manager, or a project management team that can help manage all this? We need to make sure we define a structure organizationally that helps ensure success. And then last but certainly not least, you wanna make sure you have the right program governance in place to ensure that you have controls to control the project. And this is something that's important even if you're not taking a do-it-yourself approach, but it can be even more important if you are taking a do-it-yourself approach in that you need to make sure you've got accountability, you've got controls in place, you've got governance, you've got decision-making processes in place, all the stuff that's gonna ensure your project succeeds, you wanna make sure you have that defined and you have that competency built out within your organization. So these are a few things to consider as you define the pros and cons of the do-it-yourself approach, as well as defining a do-it-yourself approach that meets your specific business needs. Certainly organizations like mine, third stage consulting, technology agnostic consulting advisors like us can help you define a do-it-yourself approach and strategy that fits you as an organization. And it can be a good way to find that right balance. What's that right blend of ensuring you don't need the big expensive software vendors and system integrators to handle the project for you, but at the same time, you're not limited by your own capabilities and you sort of build a hybrid plan that can help you through that path. And we've helped a lot of our clients do that in recent months and recent years. So we'd love to chat with you about how we can help you define that do-it-yourself approach as part of your digital transformation. For more information about digital strategies that might help you during your project, I encourage you to buy my new book called The Final Countdown. You can learn more about that book. You can buy it by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below. You can also just go to, to thefinalcountdown.com to learn more about that book. So if you found this information useful, I hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.